This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Today, News 24 would have broken the news of that a lot of our SOEs are uh, racking up losses, really. SAA, the post office, Denial, uh, we know of Transnet, who we know of ESCOM. Something clearly isn't quite right. And so we decided to ask Professor Yanni Rousseau, who's a visiting professor at the Wits School of Business, to help us reflect on what could possibly be happening with all of them, you know, with all, most of them, the ones that we know of, because there are so many. Uh, it can't be that so many of them have been run down. Uh, Good evening. Thank you for your time. Good evening, Alotondo, and good evening to our listeners. Prof, it's just not looking good, is it? Uh, unfortunately, uh, the big SLEs are really not looking good. They have to remember, of course, that there are more than 100 SLEs in South Africa, and we are only aware of the eight or ten biggest ones, and unfortunately, those are the SLEs with big financial difficulties. But they are many other SOEs like water boards, etc., mm-hmm. that are quite well run and that we never hear or read about because they are well run. I hear that. I hear that, Prof. A good news seldom makes uh, the news at all, Prof. But when we think of these big ones, they're big because they're also matters of absolute uh, interest or importance. Denial, for instance, this is, I think, an important part uh, of our, um, our, our economy. So we don't expect to be in a war anytime soon, but we can't manufacture our own arms. Well, in short, in my view, government should have uh, sold, given away, get rid of, disposed of the nail a long time ago. Government has shown time and again that it has no ability to run the nail. It is a drain on taxpayers, like many other SOEs. We'll come to that in a moment. So in my view, there's no reason for the government to own the nail. The nail is not mission critical to South Africa's success. And it's costing taxpayers a lot of money. The same is true of South African Airways. We do know that we've been in the process of selling SAA for a while, Prof. That matter seems not to be coming to any definite conclusion. Oh, I think about six or seven years ago, the government simply give SAA away because it will never fly, it will never make money for the government. So the government doesn't listen to me then. In the meantime, it's probably given SAA help to the tune of about 25 or 30 billion rands. Remember those 25 or 30 billion rands. That the money comes from South African taxpayers. It's our hard-earned money that was taxed away that the government used to help SAA. Now the government is battling to give it away and it will cost another 3.5 billion rands in recapitalization to give half of it away. So I'll get rid of the whole thing and then I must stress it should have happened a long time ago. Another, I guess, important thing for us to understand here, Prof, is what exactly is going wrong here? We uh, we speak of us being out of the state capture years, uh, so we're not, uh, you know, saying that it could be anything of the sorts, but something clearly still isn't quite okay there. Uh, and I'm wondering if that uh, is something that we can identify and then fix. Well, it's a combination of mismanagement, bad management, bad investment decisions, and then, of course, in the midst of all this, we also have government's preferential procurement policy that makes procurement for state-owned enterprises much more expensive than would otherwise have been the case. As a result of that, these 
state owned enterprises make huge losses, and these losses have to be funded by South African taxpayers. So we need a complete rethink of state owned enterprises. So what the government is trying to do is to create a holding company for state owned enterprises. Now, another board structure on top of the current board of state owned enterprises nothing except bringing another layer of administration that will even be more expensive. So the government must sit down, decide what is mission critical, and get rid of the risk. I guess that also uh, does require for us to have a plan that we all buy into, you know. And one of the things that I observe, Prof, when it comes to state-owned enterprises is that those who deal with state-owned enterprises don't do so in a goodwill with a, patch, a sense of patriotism, uh, whether it is, uh, you know, business that contracts with state-owned enterprises, whether it's uh, leadership that comes into state-owned enterprises, and sometimes even government themselves. Uh, these uh, companies are treated uh, like cash cows, and nobody goes there with a sense of, well, this belongs to my country and I should probably take care of it. Oh, you're quite right, but of course a system like preferential procurement will push all sense of uh, national pride out the door because the system of preferential procurement leads to a situation where people see how much they can skim off from procurement contracts, just to use one example. So uh, what we need is, as I've said, get rid of HIA, get rid of Benel, whatever. Oh, by the way, the government now wants a state bank in the form of Post Bank. Mm-hmm. If this seems what huge loss Post Bank has, been, has made recently, so the state bank is starting with a huge loss, will have to be capitalized by uh, South African taxpayers, and this is going to be the next cash cow, as you call it, or, or is the danger of this becoming the next cash cow. So the government is not learning from its mistakes of the past. I also want to speak about then, of course, we're heading into budget season. And the question is, uh, some of these uh, may, uh, some of these SOEs may ask for uh, money from a government. I don't even know what comes first anymore, uh, uh, Prof. I don't know what the chicken is. I don't know what the egg is. If they need more money to do well, if they need to do well to earn more money. But we're in, we're in some kind of a mix here. Well, as long as these SAEs make uh, losses, they will have to approach the government as the shareholder to recapitalize them. They have up these huge losses for the South African taxpayers' account. And therefore, they approach government to recapitalize them. And at the same time, they pay their boards, their management, their CEOs, and their executives huge salaries. And these salaries are not justified under conditions where they make losses and where those losses are continuously funded by South African taxpayers. Before I let you go, Prof, I'm also keen just uh, then to touch on, uh, maybe you've mentioned it briefly, uh, the issue of, issue of what we're hearing now of uh, this new bill that will be passed and the holding company. For me, it uh, speaks of, of two governance uh, and maybe not a financial and operation, uh, financial and operational plans. Uh, and, you know, can we fix the one without the other? Can we fix governance without having a solid and public, uh, you know, financial and operational plan? No, of course we cannot. And, uh, we've seen turnaround plans a dime a dozen at these um, at these state-owned enterprises. Each year a new plan and fruition has never come 
from any of these plans. So a new holding company will make no difference whatsoever as African taxpayers will continue to be milked for uh, the losses at state-owned enterprises because the government does not have the political will to take the right decisions or to get rid of its vanity project. Well, Prof, is all we have time for this evening. I'd like to thank you for taking us through this, uh, painting a very difficult picture for us this evening. Thank you. Enjoy the evening. You too, Prof. That's Professor Yanni Rousseau visiting Professor at the Wits School of Business. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.